0: If NextStar is buying the CW network, we ask, why would they want to do that? And people continue to move in the media space. Keith is going to do a little coverage of who's zooming who in the media space. (laughs) And Keith, we've known it, but now Edison Research confirms ads reach fewer and fewer of us, and maybe that's good. We'll talk about it. Good morning. We're back with another edition of Media Insultant. Our opinions, comments, and ideas in Seattle. I'm Jackson Weaver, and my co-host is Keith Samuels in Southern California. We're sponsored by Washington Mutual, Kmart, and Lehman Brothers. Of course, collections may be an issue. (laughs) Anyway, seriously, without commercial interruption, we welcome you to the Thursday, January 20th episode of Media Insultant. Are we fighting a rearguard action in the radio, TV, local media space, Keith? It it seems the only growth in media these days is gaming and streaming. Is what's yeah. going on? It, there, I see this rapid aging of a, the radio audience in this Edison research study, and it mm-hmm. it just got me kind of in a funk for our business.
1: Well, yeah, and and and, and well founded as well. I mean, it's uh, the audience is aging through. You know, we're we're you know now. Guys like you and me have long been out of that coveted 25 to 54 demo, the money demo, as they say. That you know, the ages you know between 25 and 54. That's where every consumer lives, even though the 55 plus group, which we are proudly a member of, is wealthier and spends more money and buys more expensive cars and whatever else. But we're not hot. You know, we're not the it crowd. So yeah, we're uh, we're we're kind of aging, we're kind of aging out, and um, and the younger audiences really don't like sitting through, you know, seven or eight minute spot sets. And they want more control over what they want to hear. So they're all about, you know, all the audio streaming services. It's all about, you know, YouTube, music discovery on TikTok. Uh, There's a lot of places for a very sophisticated and technically able audience. And that's pretty much everybody younger than us. Uh, can go find what it is they want to listen to and watch. Well, this Edison
0: research piece had some pretty Mm -hmm. dramatic winners and losers. You know, CHR, Contemporary Hit Radio, is down 40% over 10 years. Country, Mm -hmm. which is still a pretty hot format, is down 14% over the same period. Sports are flat. All News is down 22%. Contemporary Christian, amazingly, is up 49%. But I think that's Mm -hmm. because over the past 10 years... EMF has bought stations in multiple markets and gotten the format rolling in those
1: markets. Yeah, so, and, and, it's a, and, and it's a very effective format and, and very appealing. So, yeah, it's not surprising that that's grown so much. But the real, the real bummer there is classic rock down 30. Really? No, you know, classic, I guess classic rock is up 30. Classic oh, rock up is 30. Oh, there you go. Sorry. Yes. So at least, uh, you know, all the music we grew up with, it's now classic, is, uh, is, is, well, actually now classic rock is probably 80s and 90s, right? Not 70s. Um, uh,
0: actually, there's quite a bit of, uh, you know, I'm not a classic rock guy. That would be Fred Jacobs who could answer that question. But I think, uh, you know, bands like Jethro Tull and, uh, you know, uh, Steely Dan and those kind of bands, I think are still really hot because most of the, the kids who grew up with that grew up with their parents listening to that music. And so they've recycled it.
1: So I, I, I
0: think classic we can rock only is still oh, classic yeah. rock.
1: <laughs> yeah, because you know I, I work that Steely Dan channel on uh, Apple Music pretty hard. So you <laughs> know, it's, you uh, but with CHR being down, and that, that's going to be the teens and and twelve to twenty four. So that's that's that audience, and that's where you see some big stations like Kiss FM and others around the country that are. Contemporary hit radio, um, you know, really fight to uh, to stay where they were because that audience has has moved over and off to, you know, these other uh, to other platforms, uh, other platforms to to find them to do their own as as it's referred to music discovery. You know, discover new songs and artists are releasing things there and yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah, it's tough.
0: Larry Rosen, who uh, runs uh, Edison Research, uh, calls radio now the kingdom of gold. <laughs> And uh, no surprise there, because oldies and and classic rock are the formats that are making you know, they're still showing up real viably.
1: So yeah, oldies, oldies is, oldies is uh, at the top of the ratings here in LA for yeah, sure. And yeah, uh,
0: classic, you know, classic hits. Yeah, so classic if there's ever too. a time to experiment with the radio, it might be now. But nobody will do it. <laughs> they're too busy with their hands in the cookie jar. Okay, who's zooming? Who Keith will talk about that soon? But first, is Next really interested in the CW network? Apparently, yeah, I think so. Uh, and you know, CW has been owned jointly by Viacom and CB Viacom, CBS, and Warner Media. And the truth is, NextStar should be interested. Uh, they have the biggest group of CW affiliates. They have they have affiliates in L.A. and New York and Dallas, and so they need to make sure they've got content. And ironically, CW has been targeting a young audience, which mm-hmm. has interestingly, developed to bigger audiences on their OTT platforms when they sell the programs off to Netflix than it has on their television stations. So that's where the profitability is going to lie in owning the CW network is their distribution to OTT platforms. And then the other part of it is CW also wants to create their own OTT offering. The I don't know what okay. you call it. CW OTT. There. That's, that's a clever name. And so they they want to be able to offer their programming instead of to Netflix on their own OTT. This is a scramble, Keith. You know, there's so much competition for subscribers. Is this really a good move for Next Star? What do you think?
1: Well, again, if you own the network, don't you own all the retrans?
0: Well, you you do own the retrans. Yes, you do. But you know that's slowly going to go away and.
1: Okay, well, it's still there for now yeah. um, but I think you're right. I think I think that that, that uh, Nextstar would love to be love to have a content play. We know these group owners are are all kind of doing their own content plays, like Sinclair with their regional sports networks and their national news network and you know you've got other groups probably eyeing the same thing you know when Tegna gets bought, you know that group that mega super group will probably do their own content play so i think I think it makes a lot of sense, particularly when you think about you know. How important Nextstar's owned television stations are to clearances for the CW. Without Nextstar, there's no CW. Right, right. You know, it just, it just would go away. Um, so I think I think it makes a lot of sense.
0: Well, it'll be interesting. Nobody's commenting on it. And uh, you know, the other question is: Okay, if 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 Nextstar is going to buy CW, who else would be interested? And you mentioned Tegna. Tegna's is a, a good possibility. We'll have to keep an eye on it. It's uh, it's really an interesting play right now, and it's so interesting also because there are so many of these huge companies: Viacom, CBS, NextStar, just kind of trundling around, going, "Who can I gobble up next?" It just <laughs> yeah. is. Uh, you know, it, it, they're just going to step all over each other here for the next couple of years. It's it's just. An, an amazing story. Amazing to watch it. That's all I can say. <laughs> Speaking of watching, who's zooming uh, who, Keith, you have some uh, a real uh, interesting yes. story it's,
1: coming out of uh, Summit. Yeah, well, it, you know, it's always a it, it's it's the beginning of the year is really a fun uh, time to watch personnel moves around the uh, around the country, particularly in radio and television. And and last week, uh, Summit Media blew up their Honolulu cluster where they fired over 20 people, including the market manager, old friend Andy Rosen, and the ops manager overseeing these, these uh, four radio stations in, in, uh, in, uh, in Honolulu. And they're, and they're good stations. I mean, they're all, they're all top 10, top 15 radio stations there. So these are not uh, stations that don't have listeners. But clearly, the, the cluster had to have been under massive financial distress to, to fire over half the, the employees at a radio cluster, in a, in a top 75 market like Honolulu, it's it's that's big news, and it made big news in Honolulu as well, and not not only just the radio trades, but uh, Honolulu as well. So, we talked about the top 10 billing radio stations for 2020, the COVID year, a, a few weeks back, and we noticed that other than the top one, WTOP, everyone else was down like 30, 35 percent in revenue. Now that's if you're a top performing station in markets like LA and New York and Chicago. Imagine if you're not the top ten, top performing station in a market like Honolulu and you literally probably were down fifty, sixty, maybe seventy five percent in terms of revenue, and that just crushed Summit in Honolulu. No question. And there was no way out. They had to cut payroll and so off they went. So God bless Andy he was there for 7 years or 6 years um, and hopefully he can sail off into retirement and uh, enjoy uh you know more time down at uh, down at the beach but you, i guess you can say that but
0: but really <laughs> don't think about this if if there was a market that was impacted by covid yeah. it had to be honolulu i mean the right. tourism business just died for a year at least do you think well, that yeah. was that's got to have been a big factor too don't you think and if there's
1: no tourism then there are no jobs and no businesses shut down it was just horrendous yeah yeah um and and then at the back end of 2020 it didn't get any better because you still had to be it was the one state you had to go to where you needed to have a negative test and then you had to be vaxxed with you know all that stuff it was the only state in the union that that was the case for a while if you're going to go to Hawaii, you needed to be you know super tested up so it was really difficult um so god bless them but you know wow just really kind of seeing what this um uh, feed, you know, the feedback is the result of, of, of COVID there. We're also seeing an interesting trend, which I've been following, as you know, about how iHeart loves to give people lots of jobs. You know, you, if you don't have two or three or four jobs at iHeart, you're not earning your pay, apparently, right? Because last week, they uh, they named um, a, a woman named Kara, Kara Han got a new job at iHeart, okay, to go along with three other jobs at iHeart. She must be amazing. Um, she was named program director last week uh, of I, of iHeart's Kiss one hundred seven point one in Cincinnati. Okay, that's great news. Oh wait, there's more. She gets to keep her three other jobs. So, she's also the music director at Z one hundred in New York. Whoa. Okay, yeah. Big I don't job. think she's moving. I don't think she's moving to Cincy. I think she's staying in New York. She's also the assistant program director at Z100 in New York. And to top it off, she's also the contemporary hit radio brand coordinator for iHeart's national brand team. So it, you know, kudos to Kara. She now has three, four, uh, four jobs, and that's amazing, good for her. But my takeaway on this is because we talked about a, a music director in LA that got the PD job in Las Vegas, and he's also now a program director in Miami. So he's got two PD jobs and a music director job. Clearly, technology and virtual work setups is enabling iHeart to do distance management and replace particularly PDs anywhere with PDs anywhere. from anywhere. Yeah, it's right. amazing. And so you know, I'll, I'm going to keep tracking on this, and we're going to we're going to you know media consultants going to be all over this. We're going to watch all of these uh, PDs. Replace people that were in a market, at that job, but now are being replaced by somebody out of the market that's got two or three other markets or jobs that they're already doing. It's an amazing trend. Keith, my question is, what does uh, Kara's business card look like? I mean,
0: she's got so many titles and so many logos. You know, it's got to be two sided. Yeah, it's got to be two sided. <laughs> exactly.
1: It's a three-dimensional business card. It's a virtual card. So, All right, well,
0: we'll keep an eye on that. And it is, oh. it is an interesting trend.
1: Yeah, go ahead. And, and one other thing we're keeping an eye on, the Bonneville Market Manager job in Denver is, uh, is still open. Uh, that was where Bob Call retired back in October, but he stayed on until the end of the year. But that's kind of the big job that's still open in radio right now—the market manager job for Bonneville's radio stations in Denver—and um, we're we're tracking on that. Media Staffing Network ran another ad for it last week, so Scott Sutherland is uh, is is, is uh, swimming fast to try to find a find a Bob Call's replacement. Well,
0: and and just one final point—you know—I noticed Jeff Trumper is looking for a manager of his cluster down in Phoenix, and he's not a big group; he's just got some stations in Phoenix. But that would strike me as a pretty good job. Local ownership, uh, experienced broadcaster, great market, and he's struggling to find somebody.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll keep an eye on that one, too. All
0: right, Keith. For another week, uh, that's got to be a wrap. Media Insultant (laughs) is a production, if you can call it that, of in-town media. (laughs) We do interim contract management for radio stations, and we have new episodes each Tuesday and Thursday all the podcast platforms and video every single week on Vimeo. Keith, keep it light and keep it tight, and we'll see you next week. (laughs) All right, buddy. Have a good weekend.